For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And welcome back to Guild Mateys, your favorite podcast where there's a convenient soapbox anywhere for Sinead to give a rousing speech at. Yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <the way> we, <laughs> it's amazing. It's, it's almost like this story is controlled by somebody who's like just putting things in there for, for good and for good character development or something. Gosh. Anyway, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to jump back in with our characters as they are trying to... Uh, say goodbye to the Usurian ship. Um, we have to do some negotiations for how much looted, <laughs> how much pirated uh, knickknacks, mostly gold and jewelry, uh, is for how much food, what kind of food, etc., so on and so forth. Um, so the sails have been hoisted as your crew returns to your ship to, uh, speaking to Sinead here, as your crew returns to your ship, to uh, get ready to take off to your next destination. Um, ex all except for uh, the group of injured that is staying with the Usurians to help them and go on their own personal adventures later on, which includes, of course, Isabel. Um, and so you guys are uh, outside of those groups, alone with the Usurians who are taking care of their dead, and it's time to do some negotiations. So uh, who's uh, going to lead the way? You guys going to have a plan? Anyone know who's going to do what? I don't think I would be good at negotiating. So someone else might want to take the reins on that. Um, that that does seem like something that I think Q would be suited for. Right. So. Most excellent. Um, where you last left Markovia, the captain, she uh, was by the side of... Um, uh, by the side of the Sarina, who is feeling much better. Uh, so you can head straight there or take a detour, just something else you guys would rather do. Probably just head straight there. All right. Uh, the door is shut, as always. Come in. I open the door and come in. Uh, Kavya is holding her sword. Uh, her hand is gripped on its hilt. Uh, Serena smiles as she sees you guys return. And uh, the boat is... You can hear the footsteps uh, on the decks above with uh, the crews lively getting their ship ready to sail as well. Uh, Makavia speaks and she says, It's uh, time for you to go. I... Yes, yes, of course. Um, we wanted to talk about the uh, trade that we had discussed, the exchange of goods. Yes, of course. <clears throat> we take 5,000 gold in exchange for 5,000 potatoes. 
is it just like just potatoes that you have? Do you not do you have like um, other other foods, or is it literally just potatoes? We we have much much food, uh, but mostly potatoes. <laughs> what 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 food would you like? You know, just like some variety. If you have like you know any hardtack, if you have some dried meats, any cheeses, any other vegetables in addition to potatoes, we really like to would um we would like to avoid scurvy and you know other things. If we could get like a more color on the plate, you know. Uh, so Kavi kind of like stares at you blankly because there's not a lot of color in like even fancy Syrian food. Uh, but she she says. We can do vegetables. We Lusurians love good vegetable. Uh, broccoli, celery. If, if it's green, I give it to you. Yeah, that sounds good. Just like a mix of everything. And small amount of dried meat. Oh, you do take dried meat as well. That sounds perfect. Yes. However, hmm? this is better food than just potatoes. I. Require perhaps seven thousand gold pieces. Well, I mean, like you know, we could get fewer fewer potatoes and some of the better food, but I also think some of it might be, you know, a gesture of goodwill since we came here and helped, you know, save the beautiful Zarina's life. Um, you know, are you are you are you gonna make that into a full risk to try and con- uh, haggle the price based off the fact that you saved Serena's life? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Okay, you know, uh, you know the drill. Smack me with uh, a roll. Panache plus convince. Um, a full convince on that. Like she, she's like, like thinks she's rude for for not thinking of this sooner. Um. Uh, and she is literally like. Just oh my goodness! I am so sorry. And she will, uh, she will reduce the price by, uh, let's say fifty percent. But that's gonna take like I would say like eight raises. <laughs> um, you will get uh, a gradually reduced price as it goes further, or less reduced price uh, as you get fewer and fewer raises down from eight. Um, once you hit uh, three, um, you get no. You get no uh, change at all, but she's not mad at you. A two, and she uh, is unhappy with with this request, saying like you, you should have just done it out of the goodness of your heart. What is this? A one, and she slightly raises the price um, by twenty percent for just for your attitude. And a zero, and she calls the deal off. Uh, just a quick question: How much gold and stuff do we have? I was typing that into the <laughs> into the group chat slowly, but I, for some reason, cannot type very well. It's the, the answer is ten thousand. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, y'all ten thousand. Like, <laughs> yeah, no I've been trying context, to do that. Just y'all ten thousand. <laughs> I I was trying to do that while I was giving those raises, and for some reason, I could not multitask. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, you guys have ten thousand, so you'd have three thousand gold left, uh, and the entire ship for supplies, repairs, um, salaries for your crew, etc. Okay, we're still doing exploding dice wrong. Yeah, the way yeah, absolutely, okay. because it's so much more fun that it's way. More fun. I just don't want to accidentally be cheating, so I keep just double checking. No, no, um, that's good. four raises. Nice. Okay, so uh, you got four raises. Um, she says, oh, shoot, now i got to find out what 10% discount on that. 10% uh, of 5,000? Yeah, was that like 500? Yeah. No, no, it's, it's 7,000. Did it say 7,000? Well, the original yeah, price is 5,000, and then you raised it to 7,000. Right, so I'm going to do 10% off of 7,000. That's 700. 700, so 6,300. Yeah, okay, 6,300. Um, she says... That is good point, and that's why I thought I will give you ten percent off the original deal, for the six thousand three hundred gold worth of jewelry, for our wonderful class of aristocracy, and in return I give you potatoes and lots of food. Do we have a deal? And she reaches her hand out. Is it possible we can get that down to an even six thousand? 
how how okay the, uh, how charmingly does does Q smile? You have to ask. Q's smile I... <laughs> makes babies laugh. Q smiles, and you see doves in the distance flutter away. You think of the sun. You think of warmth. All right, Miss Flex. All right. Keep, no, keep, keep going. Q... I want someone to put music behind us. Keep going. Q smiles. And, uh, and Loriana would tear because even though she can't see it, she knows that somehow the universe is just slightly erring more toward the positive than the negative. Somewhere in the chaos and the entropy, something is good. Q smiles and another person, everyone within view becomes that much gayer. There's so much hot air in your head it can form a neutron star. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Subscribe to uh, I Saw a Picture. Out now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Uh, special assignment. I will. Whoever can find the best music to put behind that, I will shoehorn you two hero points uh, in the next session. Druid Sandstorm. Uh, you, I, if you put dude sandstorm, I will make you lose all your. I'm just gonna play like the saddest, grossest trumpet solo over that. Just like really long, sustained trumpet notes for like 30 seconds each. Like a mob movie. No, it's just it's just cue waxing eloquently and then just. I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking careless whispers, to be honest. Uh, oh, it's it's on the sax route. It's on the saxophone, you're right, but still. There's enough careless whisper in Q's soul for enough of for like, all of us. I just... <laughs> Sexy sax um, man, it's just Q. <laughs> oh my god. Pulling um, that one out of the archives of memory. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Markavia says, <clears throat> You... You drive hard bargain, sexy sax man. <laughs> and I must tell you, you have a deal. 6,000 gold pieces for high variety of good food. Thank you for your generosity, Captain. Uh, she bows uh, slightly. Um, actually, Q, could you uh, clobber me with a... Uh, dice roll real quick um not telling you what the risk is but it's a surprise but can you hit me with wits plus know this real quick wits uh, plus raises are notice wits plus notice yeah raises are also a surprise okay <laughs> is it well how fun and zesty for, how fun and zesty for me indeed Okay, math time. Okay, that's three raises. Three raises? Okay. Um, Arkavia fancies Q, at least a little bit. Yeah, everyone does. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> <laughs> well, you encourage it, big guy. You give us all these sexy, authoritative women to... <laughs> my ego my knows fault. no bounds. I make <laughs> characters and I put them in the story. Don't blame me. You make me. characters, you put them in the story. I'm sorry that I am just so flirtatious <laughs> that everyone falls in love with me. Uh, it, it, it really it is a curse. That's your fault for putting characters in the story. Yeah, yeah that is my fault. Everything, every, every, technically, everything is my fault in this universe. Q shakes Makavia's hand. Okay, sweet. Okay, so um, I'm guessing you guys leave the ship after that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, once everybody gets out of horny jail. <laughs> A-cab. <laughs> okay, so you guys are back on the Lady Morgan, um, waving goodbye to uh, the Syrian ship. Um, yeah, the funny thing is about this this whole scene, by the way, is that it's... it's odd to just see like people trading gold for food just... All the, over gangplanks in the middle of the in the middle of the ocean, but such trying times do cause uh, such odd things to happen. You know, the times are tough, and we do what we do. Um, as the two ships drift uh, drift further and further apart, 
you can see uh, one person waving at the end of... Uh, you can't make out who it is, but you can see one person waving um, from their stern uh, at you guys. I mean, I'll wave back. Yeah, I'll wave back. A, yeah, you can you can wave back. You guys, you guys, you guys, you guys wave back. Do um, I need to roll for it? I mean, <laughs> no, I'm I, I thought you guys were going to try and like... I was assuming you guys were going to like spyglass to see who it is, but I guess you just wave back. <laughs> You guys never asked the name of the Usurian ship, I don't think. It's called the the Medvid, but how do you spell anyway. that? Uh, M E D V E D. But anyway, uh, I realized I forgot to tell you guys. All right, this Whoa! Is, wait, another what? problem. I just realized. What? Isabel was supposed to make us our new flag, but she just went to the Usurians. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did she take the Usurian. flag with her? Yeah. Or did she finish the flag? Uh, I don't know. Did you guys check her quarters? Not yet. It's like all just happened. Well, that's probably an Arthur thing to do. I would think. Probably. Yeah, yeah, Arthur. <laughs> um, yeah, Q's not thinking about flags. They're lovesick. And Sinead is captaining the ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you guys are having like your role play things, and Sinead's working. <laughs> She's at work while you guys do your thing. Yeah. Um, so we are gonna start with um, yeah. Let's start with uh, who should we start with in this arc? Um, you guys decide for me. L L three of you roll a d10. We'll decide. We'll go that way. Who goes first? One, three, nice. Nice. five. Okay. Uh, so we are going. Uh, Arthur, Sinead, Q. Arthur, you have noticed you have not reached Isabel's cabin yet you have not seen uh her and uh you will never probably see her again would you like to visit her quarters yes yeah sure i'd like to all right uh they're very familiar to you uh you go uh down deck um down through the officer's hallway and where the main areas of like the security people and the you know the big guns are um the door is slightly ajar Mm. Okay. Um, Arthur opens it and steps inside. Inside, you see a room that's very well put, uh, very well put together, very well cleaned. It seems that Isabel was very courteous to not leave a mess in her absence. Uh, folded on the dresser are the uh, military clothes of um, the former military clothes of her ex-husband. Um, who would have been 21 just about a week or two ago. Uh, the two of them are in a mediocrely done painting, <laughs> uh, drawn, uh, drawn on canvas, which is framed poorly and sitting on the, the dresser as well. On the bed, there is a large, which it's really, you know, it's more of a, pile of hay but whatever it's a bed uh there's a large uh folded black uh piece of cloth um arthur comments as he walks into the room she had time to prepare her room before she left but it seems like she left so suddenly i guess she must have been planning to go for a while and then he goes and like picks up the flag you pick up the piece of cloth and it unfolds before you. It is a large uh, flag for the Lady Morgan. The cloth has black crows on a white background. The crows do not look particularly uh, horrific or frightening, but they do look rather foreboding. Um, but they, their, their expressions with their conning beaks and their eyes don't look like they're in any pain they don't look like they're trying to uh fly away they simply look like they're trying to uh communicate something something deep and important um which is pretty good that through stitching animals she was able to convey such emotion um when you do pick up the cloth a little note drops out it uh is written on parchment that looks like it was probably torn from a journal of some sorts What's this? And Arthur picks it up. Uh, inside uh, the note, you fold it once over, and it says to Arthur. 
Okay. As you unfold it completely, there's a long letter written uh, in relatively legible handwriting. Written on this sheet of paper says, Dear Arthur Winflagon, Thank you for being someone I could trust when the world seemed to fall apart. Thank you for being someone who respected some, my strength and my ability with a sword. And most of all, thank you for being a good listener and being a good friend. I'm not very good with words. I'm much better at beating the crap out of things. Um, I'm better with my fists and my mind sometimes. But what I realized was when I lost my, my husband, we'd been married for less than a year. Life is short. You have to go after what you want. And you always have to do the right thing. I, I hope that one day we meet again. But if not, please remember me by this. In my dresser on the top shelf, I left something for you. I should hope that you never need to use it. But if you do, then I can have the satisfaction of knowing that I returned the favor that you gave to me. Thank you for burying my husband upon his death. I wish you well in the future. Should our paths meet again, you know how I feel about you. Love, Isabel. What a great woman. Arthur kind of says to himself, and he folds up the letter and he puts it in his front chest pocket of his like shirt. Um, and then he looks over at the dresser drawer that she mentioned in the letter and is like very surprised that she left him anything. Like he's like kind of oh, like blown away that she like thought this far into the future about this. Um, so yeah, he's going to open up the dresser. Uh, inside, it looks like it's completely emptied. Um, it You don't assume she had too much clothing as it was. She seemed to wear pretty much kind of the same thing. Um, but whatever was in, the little it was in there was clearly packed away. The only thing you find in the dresser is a rather small object. You find an arrow tip. Hmm. An arrow tip. Without a shaft of feathers. Correct. Um, Arthur wants to pick it up and examine it a bit more closely and see if he can find anything like distinct about it. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, let's see. Let's see how you can do with this. Um, I'm gonna say that's a risk because, uh, as you can probably tell, this has some sort of magical property. And let's make sure you don't blow your hand off. Um, so for this risk. Could you smack me with wits plus... Is that scholarship? Yeah, could you smack me with wits plus scholarship? <laughs> okay. Uh, he has, like, zero scholarship because he never got educated. <laughs> um, All right, so um, if you can give me six, I'll tell you exactly what it does. Uh, if you give me, uh, and then two, three, four, and five will be, be like a little bit more and more up until exactly what it does. A one, and you are going to have no idea what it does. You get a zero, I will tell you the wrong thing that it does, and your character will be convinced that's what it does. <laughs> Jesus, okay, well, I <laughs> got three dice to work with here. Um, dang, okay, well, Stunk I'll make this a zero. Out. Um, okay. I got one raise. <laughs> okay. Uh, Arthur, you have no idea what it does. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. So, we're now moving over to Sinead. Okay. okay. Oh, no. Is there some more stuff you wanted to do? I just, okay. I just wanted to, to hang the flag, and there there was one other thing I wanted to do with the stuff in this room, but that can wait until later. But I was going to raise the flag. Uh, Okay, we can we will do that later in the episode. Cool. I think it'll cool. make a good image go. Uh, so we are now going to move over to Shanae Temple. 
Sinead, you have to captain the ship, you have to set sail, you have to navigate, set course, keep your people in line, etc. So, what are you doing to make sure your ship uh, runs smoothly after a very long and lengthy interruption? Oh, um... Do I have to roll for all that? <laughs> uh, no, so what What, I need, what you're going to do is just pick two priorities that you want to take care of, um, and then you can just uh, punch me with the, the rolls respective to each of them. You'll just have two rolls. Um, um, so, what, yes. what, what were the things? Throw them at me again. Uh, so you, got, you can, like, plot a course. You can uh, speak to your crew to, you know, to get them back on course. You can, uh, instead of giving a speech of any sort, you can just find a couple of like specific people that you want to talk to. You can uh, help raise the sales. You can, um, the, the options are limitless. It's your, it's, this is your, this part of the game. You're the captain of your ship. Whatever you think that uh, would help things run more smoothly, um, that's what you should do. Okay, I will do two ship-related things, and then there's a third thing that I would like to do. Uh, awesome. Um, don't forget okay. you also have a... I think you still have a dramatic wound. Uh, yes, I do. So if you can... Somebody at some point should heal that, but whatever. No. Yeah. Okay, uh, so ship-related things. What are they? I First, I'm going to set up the course so we get in the right direction. But I have direction sense, so I feel like I shouldn't need to roll for that. Uh, okay. Yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give that to you. Um, normally, I'd have you deck me with a, with a roll for that, but let's, let's go with now. Um, so the course you are still going to Laurentia. Uh, yeah, I think so. That's where we decided we needed to go. Uh, awesome. Uh, you have enough food, uh, to get there and yeah, uh, you show up at the navigator's table. There is a, uh, a high ranking Vodachin and a high ranking Castilian. Um, the Castilian woman says, uh, hello, captain. Uh, but with a Castilian accent. <laughs> uh, as he soldier. Uh, she uh, she uh, becomes at ease. I, guess, I don't know what the verbiage is for that traditionally. And says, uh, where to, Captain? Alrencha. All right. It's, uh, I heard it's islands upon islands. I, I've heard instead of streets, they have rivers. Uh, yeah, I've never been there, but uh, how how long do you estimate it'll take for us to get there? Four days, I would say. Four days. Got it. Um, the Vodachin uh, man says, to, uh, to your knowledge, is there anything that we should avoid? Uh, I'm probably not the best person to uh, ask about that, but I'll, uh, if you might want to ask around for people who are no more knowledgeable about the area... That might be a good thing to do. Uh, he says, uh, Oi, Captain! Um, and your course is set. Way to use your character's abilities. <clears throat> awesome. Uh, the second ship thing you wanted to do, what was it, Captain? Um, just do whatever, just like fill in the gaps of whatever help there needs to be done on, around the ship. Uh, it's the sails that you asked to be raised uh, last episode. Still trouble getting them raised, actually. There's a pretty big gap there. Okay. <laughs> I will do that. All right. So you go over to the sails, and then uh, uh, a young boy about your age shows up, and his name's Enrique. <laughs> ah. Don't know if you've met him before, but... <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I have. He's like, uh... uh hey, Captain. Uh, hello, Enrique. How are you today? Uh, doing well. It's uh, a lot of work. Lots of lots of you know. And he he like tries to look as busy as possible. So he's he's like messing around with ropes. And he's actually doing something. He's just making it very visible that he's doing something. Uh, he says, you know, a, a hard day's work. That's that's what I do. You know. Uh, do you need help with the sales? Uh, he goes, yes. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> uh, uh, why, why, of course. <laughs> um, I'm going to teach him how to do the sales, but I don't know how to do the sales in real life, so I can't really, <laughs> I can't really play that. <laughs> okay. Um, I, uh, okay, so to start, um, could you smack me with a, 
Let's see here. That's going to be wits plus sailing. Gotcha. Okay. I got big rolls on wits plus sailing. Right. Uh, First time you use sailing, too. Man, that's... Yikes. Three. I got three raises. Three raises. Okay. So, um, from at this point forward... Uh, Enrique, whenever he does any sailing work for you, he is going to get to add three additional die uh, for his sailing rolls. Um, this can only happen once. Uh, you can't, this does not stack. You can't do it later on in the campaign. Okay. You show him uh, the sailor's knots, uh, the other sailor's knots. Um, you show him how not to be a sailor. Um, and you show him how to be a sailor. Is, I, I can't think of any more puns, but you show him knots and things yeah. and uh, he really appreciates it. You can see him sort of, you can see him very obviously blushing. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it was really cool when you, uh, cut that guy's head off. I wouldn't really describe that as cool. Uh, not at all, actually. Yeah, it was very uncool. You're, you're really uncool, Captain. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, Enrique, I'll, I'll leave you to your, your work here. I've got other things to do. I uh, do, uh, do you want to get some tea later? Do we even have tea? Well, no. <laughs> I guess you don't. Yeah, that's a good point. It's <laughs> uh, another swing and a miss for Enrique. <laughs> wow, so smooth. <laughs> We never traded for that with the Russians. Oh, no, no, we didn't. Uh, so, no, you don't. <laughs> you know, there's some lettuce, though. So you just heat up some lettuce and hot water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's basically the same thing. Do you, do you, <laughs> do you want to get some lettuce sometime? Oh, my God. You want a oh lettuce God. potato wrap? Oh my God. <laughs> it's just lettuce around a raw potato that the Eusterians gave us. <laughs> You want to go for some latkes? <laughs> um, he says. I, he says, my my father was a fisherman. Since you taught me this, I could teach you how to fish. Um, we could use some more, you know, heartier things around here than the potatoes. Yes, I agree. Uh, yeah, sure. I guess I'll might be a good skill for me to learn. Oh, and he he starts like, oh, did you? Uh, 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 oh, Captain. Okay, so uh, what's the next <laughs> thing that you wanted to do? Um, I want to clean my cutlass of any uh, blood that is most definitely on it. Uh, there is a lot of blood on the cutlass. So you yeah. uh, go to where you want to do this, your captain's quarters. There's like a like a smith. You want to have Una do it, do it, since she knows a lot about blood. What do you want to do? Uh, I'll just do it in my my quarters. I'm sure I have some water or something in there. Yes, you go to the captain's quarters, which has a water basin in it, some water pitchers, very fancy. And you, um, uh, you clean it off. Describe this scene to me. Um, so, as Sinead just kind of revealed, she is very not cool with her cutting someone's head off in a blind rage. Um, so she just wants to get all evidence of that off of herself so um yeah she'll just go into her room and get the water and probably sit down somewhere and just take a cloth and very carefully um clean all of the the blood off of the blade all right and if there is any on herself yeah there's there's a little bit splattered on your clothing okay the boat gently rocks back and forth as you uh clean the blade off and yourself and all evidence of the man you killed has been uh, washed away. Cool. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. 
Um, kind of crazy. Um, and what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. Um, kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last, like, regular, like, story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode, as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, postmortem, wrap-up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So as you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, but take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time, possibly. So, um, yeah, that's that's what we're going to do. Um, which also means this is going to be my last announcement, update, whatever thing ever, probably. So, um, yeah. I don't know. That's really all I kind of have to say. I'm a little behind on our social media pages, so I apologize for that. But um, we'll we'll get there. We'll catch up. And um, yeah, next week's going to be the very last story episode, season four finale. And then um, I'm not 100% sure when the wrap up episodes are going to happen. They may not happen for a while. Simply because a lot of us are busy um, and we're just kind of working around our schedule. Um, So they might not happen for a few weeks. We're going to try to squeeze them in eventually. Um, We're going to try to squeeze them in quick. But if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute. But they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. (laughs) Um, They'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah. That's, that's it, I think. That's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because, I don't know, it's it's almost over. Um, yeah, thank you to Arcane Anthems for the, the theme song, as always. Um, and thank you to everyone who has listened uh, thus far. And I'll, we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um, but... Yeah, that's that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, that's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Hugh! <clears throat> My friend! Yo, what up? Um, you uh, so what uh, what you up to? What what you doing? Is there anything that you would like to do uh, on our couple days before we reach uh, the south tip of Vodachi? Yeah, um, I'd like to look wistfully over the deck out at the ocean. That is the most productive thing anyone's done today. What do you know? Um, you. <laughs> Q is nothing if not productive. <laughs> Absolutely. So Q productive. Q is always constantly thinking, what sort of manual or physical labor can I do to help this <laughs> ship sail? Um, there's uh, not 40 other people here who can do this better than I can. So, uh, You lean wistfully over, uh, over, the hori- uh, over the ship and stare at the horizon. The water is... It's choppy, but it's, you know, not as choppy as it could be. It seems it's a little bit more on the calm side today. You can feel uh, a gentle breeze touch you, and the breeze becomes concentrated as almost as if somebody were um, blowing air at you, and it moves, uh, moves your hair gently to the side. I miss you. Uh, the wind picks up a little bit and it starts to swirl uh not enough to create a water spout but you can feel the cylindrical motion of the uh of the wind swirl around you it starts to lift up and up and it lifts your hair up um it wraps gently and slowly around your burned uh 
you burned wrist. How many dramatic wounds do you still have, Q? I think my wounds left are lightning related. Okay. Um, the, the air blows gently and coldly upon your scorched arm. Some water from the side of the ocean sprays up and dances around in front of you. And you can see little bits of salt drip out of it, uh, transforming the water into a fresh water. It caresses around your burnt arm, and enveloping it in a uh, in a really soft, wet uh, embrace. It starts to feel better and better. And as this, as the water seeps into your skin, you feel all of your burns go away, and your arm looks better than ever. Uh, Q, you can erase all dramatic wounds. Yay, no more lightning. And it's the start of a new session, so all your minor wounds are gone, as it is already. So in which case, you now have no wounds at all. And the wind uh, blows lightly enough just to kiss you on the cheek after uh, the wind helps you with your arm. Hmm. Thank you. When do I get to see you again? I miss you so much. A playful little uh, drop of water uh, runs up the side of the ship and in front of <laughs> and in front of you. It uh, pools. It's about the size of a coin, and it pools on the railing in which you're leaning. Uh, you can hear some bubbling come out of it, and whenever um, a bubble bursts out of it before reforming, uh, noises come out. And you can hear, um, whenever you are good and ready. Okay. When do you want to see me again? Soon. I don't believe that soon is good for you. Don't you want to live? (laughs) Can I only see you in death? It is my nature. The sea and death are one, and I rule over both there's no way to disconnect, at least that I know of my living. My living is dying, and that's my lot in life and death. Then perhaps another day. Uh, I don't normally apologize, but perhaps I was too harsh on you for flirting with the Tsarina back there. I probably should have, you know, we really should DTR is actually what we need to do. Uh, I cannot lie about my feelings. I would heavily, heavily prefer you to only ever be mine. But I promise I will no longer Um, severely maim you for living your life I can't say it will not break my heart because it will but know that I will not harm you again for it okay I also cannot understand this way of life Um, the last person I loved I loved him for thousands and thousands and thousands of years somehow I don't think I'll be here that long you hear something you haven't heard like ever you hear a laugh and it's it sounds like it sounds like rain <laughs> and she says that truly is the life at sea knowing you're finite and small against the expanse. It extends infinitely in all directions. 
I've always thought that's why the Lord of Death is also the Lord of the Sea. At least for all those that die at sea. Time and the ocean are two planes that are quite the same in more ways than one. Mm. But I've always found that with mortals, however small of a piece they occupy in the ocean or however small of a blink they occupy on the planes of time, they can always surprise you one way or another. And the water all falls down back into the ocean and the wind dies completely. Um, Q is going to just <sighs> some tears falling down their cheek, um, wipes them away, and is going to go look for a Sinead. Okay, uh, you find Sinead. Uh, I'm assuming you look in the captain's quarters first. I don't want to make that choice for you, but I, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, it seems like a reasonable place to start, so yeah. yeah okay, yeah, so <laughs> you find... Uh, the door, uh, Sinead, how did you leave the door? Open, shut, ajar, locked, unlocked, it shut. What did you do? Uh, shut, but not locked. Okay, you find the door shut. Come in. I come in. Sinead, you find Q entering into your room. Uh, they look like they have been crying. Q, you see uh, Sinead um, wiping down a blade. Uh, you do not see... Uh, anything on it um, but the towel with which she's using the rag to wipe the blade down is stained uh, deeply red are you alright? I'm fine it's just you know feelings I wanted to um, I wanted to come check on you though uh, you know just making sure everything's running smoothly yeah it's um, it's a pretty eventful past, you know, day or so. Um, you uh, thank you for helping save me. I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, no problem. Um, how are you feeling about that? That was um, pretty gruesome. Well. You behead someone in a blind rage, and you see how you're doing. Yeah. Um. I've never, like, you know, done something like that, so I don't really know all of the emotions that you are currently uh, feeling. But uh, I just wanted to be here for you. If you wanted to talk, or if you wanted to not talk, or if you just wanted to be sitting next to someone... I imagine you have a lot of things going on that you're not quite sure how to process right now. I'm sure it'll probably hit you later, but uh, I just thought you could use a friend. I um, I appreciate the company. The two of you um, sit down in um, so far silence for a few minutes as the blade is completely cleaned. You, do you uh, get up and leave and do something else or are you going to try and stay with Sinead longer uh, what do you decide to do um, I'd probably just stay with Sinead just sitting in silence watching her um, clean the blade if she says anything I'll respond but I'm not going to start conversation unless she initiates um, could you could you go find Arthur for me yeah sure we're back at the top of the order. Arthur, you have uh, an air tip. You don't know what it does, and you have the new flag for the Lady Morgan. The ship is yours. What do you want to do? Okay. Um, first thing that Arthur wants to do... Um, so he has the, the letter still, and he still has the arrowhead. He's going to just keep those tucked away safely for now. 
he's uh he wants to go and raise the flag the the flag of the crows um up aboard ship right. so he's gonna take that with him and go find whoever's like manning the sails awesome uh you find uh you go up to the the sails and you notice that uh that's running really smoothly all of a sudden and uh you hear some uh, excited chatter and castilian and verdachin um and sub avalonian you can pick up some phrases that you can understand um you hear like oh my goodness you're like oh he's amazing uh all sorts of exclamations well something has got everybody animated um and Arthur is going to walk towards the center mast and like look up to see if he can see anybody up there. Uh, you notice um, a young Castilian boy. Uh, his name's Enrique. And he is climbing <laughs> up and down the sails, tying knots at an incredible speed. Uh, he's doing an amazing job. And everybody's super impressed with this uh, child prodigy. <laughs> All right. Um, Arthur's going to whistle up at him. Hold on. Uh um, well, Arthur's going to whistle up at him, and he's also going to shout, Oi, sailor, below! Uh, he turns down and says, uh, uh, Arthur, oh, what's going on, mate? We have a new flag. Run it up the rigging. That's an honor I think only you deserve, sir. Um, and he climbs down, and he uh, hands you uh, a rope. Uh, and ties it around uh, the mast and says, and says, please avoid falling down when you hang this flag, but uh, if you do, this rope will catch you. I, I learned this knot earlier today. And you notice him blushing for basically no reason. Um, of course, you could just do it the old-fashioned way and attach the lower the, uh, the standard you have already and then uh, just raise the flag like you would a normal flagpole, but it would also look cool to climb to the top of the mast and clip it on. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you. Um. All right. So Arthur sees kind of the crowd of sailors around that were cheering for Enrique, kind of like looking at the two of them. And so in his mind, he's thinking, on the one hand, I'm definitely too old to be climbing up this fucking rigging and like attaching this like in a stupid way. On the other hand, I don't want to lose face. And that is going to drive him more than anything. So <laughs> he is going to... Um, accept the tether that Enrique made for him and start climbing up uh, the mast of the ship with the, the flag in tow. Awesome. Could you clobber me with a brawn plus athletics uh, roll? See how inspiring uh, and noble you are climbing this mast. Uh, a zero and uh, you get halfway up and fall halfway and fall down and uh, take a dramatic wound. Uh, a one, and uh, you get up there, but kind of really slowly. A two, you climb up just normally, and three and higher are varying degrees of more awesome. Um, in true older man fashion, Arthur <laughs> rolled a one. I got one raise, so he's going to be struggling <laughs> to get his aged and scarred body up this mast. <laughs> okay, you are. You're, aren't you just turned thirty? Yeah, he's 30, but he's just sustained a lot of, like, damage over time being, like, a soldier. <laughs> going to offend our older listeners by calling a 30 years old and an aged man. Well, they have modern medicine and, like, proper nutrition. Arthur's been on a pirate ship, you know, fighting for months. That's fair. Um, okay, so you make it, to the, make it to the top, and you start um, hearing... Uh, Hearing people also excitedly chattering about you, they uh, you can hear uh, some cheers as people start to notice what you're doing. Arthur, you unclip uh, the flag you guys are currently flying and uh, untie the rope from its rivets. And balancing yourself upon the tether, you uh, you fix the new standard to the mast it's a the flag is much larger than uh, your former flag it's uh, large face uh, billows in the wind which has picked up um, the uh, the whole crowd below starts gathering more and more as sailors start chanting um, they start chanting uh, more again more again more again 
as uh, the ship's name, and then some of them say Arthur, 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 Arthur. Um, they all cheer and hoop and holler. Um, it was pretty silent as you were going up. Nobody was particularly impressed by that. But once you start to raise the flag, it can be heard all throughout. Um, Sinead, you can hear it in your room. Uh, Q, right after you left Sinead's room, you can hear people chanting Arthur and Morgan on the deck. Well, I will head that direction as that is uh, likely where I'm finding Arthur. Um, you, uh, come across the deck and to a large crowd chanting, uh, Arthur, you see Q, um, coming out from below deck onto the deck over by the mast with the crowd is amassing. Um, I will work my way through the crowd. Uh, Q works their way through the crowd. Arthur, what do you do? Arthur's going to take a moment while he's at the top of the mast and just look over the wide... Um, Southern Ocean and kind of just take in how far he is from Avalon and from his home and just kind of trying to reconcile like this large journey he's had in his life with like this absence of like homeland and just kind of taking it all in kind of like the hugeness of it all and then he's gonna go back down the ropes Arthur climbs down the ropes, um, and you get, uh, as Q makes uh, their way through the crowd, you guys bump into one another. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to yell at everyone to get back to work. <laughs> uh, you hear, I got the uh, uh, first mate. Yeah. And but how do you pronounce Boatswain again? Bosun. I Bosun and first mate, and a lot less awkward. They, they, they say yes to the two of you because you have authority and they disperse. <laughs> Except for the ones who work in the rigging. They just get back to work. They don't leave. Uh, you seem to be in very good spirits. I am doing okay, I'll say. Not horrible, not the greatest I've ever been, but sure. Good spirits enough. Anything I can do to help? Uh, not particularly. Uh, I mean, and Arthur kind of, like, looks off and, like, far into the right, like, over the horizon. Um, you know, it's just a strange feeling. I know our days are numbered, and that we're slowly dying, but I haven't felt this alive in a while. Maybe it's all of the conflict, maybe it's just being disconnected from the world I used to know. Something feels right about what we're doing. Arthur, your um, black arm grows a little bit and you feel the pain. Ouch. Just as I said that. Okay. Yeah, that's what you get for having a positive attitude. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I kind of know the feeling. Um, but uh, uh, Sinead was, uh, requested your presence. Oh, and right. Arthur kind of looks skeptical. Um, right, that's what I just... thought, but, you know. They're good for you. You guys are doing your, your little... Your, I, don't, I don't really know the nature of your relationship. It's a, it's like pseudo-paternal, but like not really. I, I, don't, I don't understand. Um, but, uh, oh, oh yeah, Arthur. If she asks about the jacket, you bought the jacket. Wait, ask about... Oh, the new jacket you got for her. I... I mean, oh. Yeah, okay. Go, go off, go off. She's, I don't know, feeling emotions or something. Arthur, <laughs> you... Oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess you need to say something. Uh, no, I think Arthur kind of loses... <laughs> loses Q in the crowd after that. Um, and is just kind of baffled, but is now thinking about the jacket and is going to move his way um, to Sinead. Alright, uh, Q, did you shut the door on your way out? Um, like, probably, yeah. Okay, uh, I'm guessing you didn't lock it, because that would be hard to do from the outside. Uh, mm. Arthur, you arrive at Sinead's captain's quarters door, and the door is shut. Um, Arthur is gonna knock. Come in. Alright, Arthur opens the door, and walks in and says I heard you were looking for me uh yes is, is that okay 
Uh, yeah, I wasn't doing anything important, and Arthur kind of like reflexively like touches the like left breast lapel um, <laughs> of his jacket where the letter and the um, arrowhead are. Um, I I wanted to talk to you about something. Okay, Arthur's gonna pull up a seat and um, kind of cross one leg over the other and look at her attentively. I, um, you said on the ship, the Asuran ship, you said that you were proud of me. Why, why did you say that? All right, Arthur considers her for a second in silence and looks at her very quizzically. And he says, there are certain simple achievements that we as people can find ourselves achieving in everyday life that we really rather wish we hadn't. Maybe it's stealing a loaf of bread and committing your first crime. Maybe it's getting your heart broken for the first time. The reason I told you I was proud of you is because I could see in your eyes after killing a man in cold blood that you hadn't shattered. That despite doing something so permanent and so uh, heavy on the spirit that you hadn't wavered, that your soul was still intact, and that is something to be proud of. I just... So violent. I... I, I'm having a hard time seeing any pride in that. Taking a life is never something to celebrate in and of itself, and, well, I've never been a father, not that I know of, actually, but I imagine that killing someone for the first time has a similar feeling of permanence, of world-changing, perspective-altering nausea. I have felt that nausea, and I understand how dark it feels. What you have to hold on to at the end of the day is, well, two things. One, you have the pleasure of knowing where souls dead at sea end up going, and it's not a bad place. And second, that if you had not done what you had done, then you would be headed there instead. And there is value in keeping you alive. Yeah, I guess so. You being alive has value to me. And to the crew, and to Q as well. And you should value your own life as well. I know approximately some of the things that you're feeling, and I just want you to know that you matter. Thank you, Arthur. You're welcome. Is there anything else I can do for you? Uh, well, I haven't said thank you for the jacket yet. I'm, I'm, uh, sorry it got a bit torn, but it's a nice one. You're welcome, and I'm sorry it got damaged. I was never much good at sewing. <laughs> I never really learned much from my mother in that regard, so I would offer to fix it, but I think I'd do more damage than help. Come to think of it, I've never really learned much, uh, domestic skills at all. So, we'll have to get it tailored the next time we're in port. I'm sure there's someone on this damn ship that can do something with a needle, but, uh, that's all. Well, for now, wear your battle scars and your torn jacket with pride. It's just more evidence that you're still here to live another day, and that is something to celebrate. And Arthur's gonna stand up and walk slowly to the door. I will.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.